What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 113 of the Ridge Hunter Outdoors podcast. It is time for our end of the season campfire episode. If you guys have been listening to the podcast for a couple years, you know we get together at the end of the season. We just kind of sit around and talk with the guys that have been on throughout the season, or in this case, with Fall Pursuit now that hunted with us. And we just kind of do a campfire episode like like you would at hunting camp, sitting around a fire, talking, telling stories, talking about the season, all that kind of stuff. Unfortunately, Dad and Dusty were going to be able to make it, and they had stuff come up last minute. Weren't able to get in, but Jeff, Nate, and Blake all were in here uh, with myself to talk about that kind of stuff. So it was a fun episode. I think you guys are going to enjoy listening in. Before we get into it, though, don't forget about our partners for the podcast, one of those being Rodney Hawkins. If you guys are looking for your own piece of ground to manage and hunt, Rodney's a guy to talk to. Even if you've got a piece of ground that you want to get listed, maybe upgrade, maybe you're downsizing, whatever it is, he's still going to be the guy for you. He grew up hunting and fishing in southern Illinois, and now he's putting that love for the outdoors into selling recreational properties as a land specialist with Midwest Farm and Land. Now, Midwest Farm and Land isn't your average real estate company. They do residential properties as well, but their main focus is recreational properties, and Rodney actually sold over $7 million worth of properties for them last year. Uh, They've got agents like Rodney all over Illinois, so they're really a local company with a national reach. For more info on them, anything that might be available or getting your property listed, you can contact Rodney at 618-925-3153, and he'll get you taken care of. He's also got his own company called RG Outdoors. He's currently got products from Radix Hunting. I know he's got their stands in now. He's got their blinds, of course, hard-sided and soft-sided. He has Tacticam trail cameras. I believe he'll have Radix cameras as well now, and he's got an all-natural scent elimination product called Camo Dust. If you guys haven't heard about it, you can talk to him about that. Uh, he's adding new stuff all the time as well. I know he's looking to get a couple things in, so if you want to keep up with that, if you have any interest in what he already has, you can send him a message to his Facebook page, RG Outdoors. You can email him at rgoutdoors at yahoo.com, or again, just call him directly at 618-925-3153. Make sure you tell him that we send you over there. Our other partner is Grandpa Ray Outdoors. They specialize in providing the best nutrition for white-tailed deer on your property, starting with the soil. They've got a full line of high-quality food plot seed and plant foods with over 14 different blends to choose from. You're not going to have any trouble finding what you're looking for. They've got fall and spring blends, corn and beans, switchgrass, liquid fertilizer, soil test kits. You name it, when it comes to food plotting, they've got it. While they were started in 2015, John, who runs the place, has been in the seed and nutrition business since 1991, so he's got tons of experience. He knows what he's talking about. And that's one of the things I like best about Grandpa Ray Outdoors is not only the quality of the seed blends that they're putting out there, but also their knowledge and ability to answer questions and willingness to do so. So if you call up there and you have a question about something, they're going to answer that and they're going to tell you what would work best for your specific property, your specific soil type, and wherever you're located geographically. So they're not going to tell you the same thing they would everybody else. If you're in a totally different part of the country, you have different soil, different shade, all that kind of stuff they're going to take into consideration. They're going to know what to recommend for your specific situation. If you want to check them out, go to GrandpaRayOutdoors.com and use the discount code RHOPODCAST. That's all lowercase, no space, and you get 5% off your order there. We're also a dealer for them, so if you want to save some money on shipping, just stop by the shop or send us a message through our website or Facebook page, and I'll get you hooked up with some of that. Our social media is Ridge Hunter Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow us there, see all that stuff. We do have a private Facebook group. It's Ridge Hunter Nation is now the name of that. We finally got it changed. So just look up Ridge Hunter Nation on Facebook. It'll ask you a couple questions. You answer those, and you'll be in. We did a giveaway on there recently. Uh, we'll probably do some more in the future, but that's just a place you guys can use as a regular hunting group. You can also have some input on the podcast. Tell us who you want to have on, ask questions to the guests that we have, or 
Any questions you want us to answer on the show, you can ask them in there. Our website is ridgehunteroutdoors.com, where we have our apparel. We'll have some new stuff coming up soon, some fall pursuit stuff. We've got some hats in the works as well, finally getting some of those back in. We also have our clover blend, which I'm going to have back in stock soon because it's getting close to frost seeding time, and our all-natural scents are on there as well. They will be out of stock soon, so if you want some of those, you better hurry up and grab them. And then they won't be back in stock until next season. That's part of the being fresh thing. So if you do want any of that stuff, use the discount code RHOPOD. That's all caps, no space. You get 10% off of everything in your cart on our website. Or the podcast is also on the website too, so you can check it out there. If you're not listening on the website though, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or anywhere else that lets you do so, make sure you follow us, subscribe, whatever it is. Leave us a review. Leave us a rating. That helps us out. Same thing on YouTube. If you guys like, comment on the videos. That helps us there, too. Subscribe to the channel, of course. And that's where you're going to find the Fall Pursuit Show. We had 10 episodes out this year. We're going to have more content coming up this spring and throughout the summer, throughout the off-season. We'll maybe do some turkey hunts this spring. And then we'll have, of course, our, our traditional videos that we started with as far as food plotting stuff, property management, things like that. So that's all on our YouTube channel. It's Rich Hunter Outdoors. So with all that said, let's get into the end of the season campfire episode. It's number 113. This is the Rich Hunter Outdoors podcast. All right, we got most of the team back in the studio tonight. We got Jeff back in for the first time, and well, he claims it's fifty episodes, which I think is a slight exaggeration. I don't know. Uh, it's been a minute or two. It's been a minute. Blake and Nate both back in here as well. Dad just had to leave for a fire, so we're gonna have the whole crew on for the end of the season campfire episode, which I guess he's bringing the fire part. Whoa! Yeah, he is. <laughs> and we're camping, so. We just fried some fish up and kind of talking about the the year, I suppose, but yeah, it's been a good one. You haven't been on in the longest, so I don't even remember. It wasn't the last one we would have talked about. Probably when you and Dad were still going. It was back in before October. You and, before you guys went. It was back in October, I think. Yeah, probably. It's, it's been a while. Did yeah. you get to hunt any in November? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Mm-hmm. You want me to expand? You want to expound on that? Or? <laughs> I, it sounds like you're not going to. <laughs> I was an open-ended question. That was a good job asking the question. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. It was after the first shotgun season. Oh, so it was uh, late in November. Uh, well, a uh, friend of mine from from Florida. The one that's got cancer. Oh, yeah. She come yeah. up and uh, she come up for Thanksgiving and stuff. And uh, she wanted to tag along. And so I let her and we went and got her house, uh, apprentice hunting license. Yep. That way she could she could tag along, and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff. And so we went out and uh, we was hunting every morning. We'd hunt, you know, until 8 o'clock and, uh, of the morning. And then I'd have to dump her off and come up to the shop and work and stuff. But uh, her uh, her grandparents was wanting a deer, and so I uh, was hunting on their ground. And 
I shot him a young buck, and uh, she got to experience that and mm-hmm. got to experience in the hunting part of it and mm-hmm. stuff. And she literally fell in love with it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was more excited about going than I was. Because, <laughs> you know, I was working from 8 till whatever time of the night. Yeah. You know, and so. But, uh, yeah, we got to go, and I, I, that was the highlight of my season, actually. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain about it one bit. Just, that was her first time ever deer hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, she's 40-some years old. I'm not going to give her exact birthday <laughs> in case she's right. listening. But, you know, she's 40-some years old. She never, she grew up around here. And then she moved off, and she'd never been deer hunting before in her life. And so this was the first time she'd ever got to go and experience being out in the woods, mm-hmm. being sitting in a deer stand, and seeing what it was all about. And she was, just to see it through her eyes, you know, see the excitement and the wonder and everything in her eyes, I mean, it was just, it just, I don't know, lit something in me, mm-hmm. you know. I was more blessed by hunting with her than I than if I'd killed a 200-inch buck on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it was just, I just loved it. So now she's like the, she's going to save her money. And she said, as soon as I get the money, I'm sending it to you and have you get me a crossbow just like yours, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. and she's going to save up for her, hunt, her deer permits and everything. So she's already planned on coming down in October and yeah, we're going to hunt. She said she's going to take off October till December. So yeah. Yeah, this man. old this old man ain't gonna get no sleep from October till December. <laughs> sounds like. right, unless you kill one in October. Yeah, well, you know how that works out mm-hmm. for me. It don't. So, yeah. right. But no, I I I was really excited about that. That was. Now that, you say that, but you got the first kill on camera in October this year. I did, I did, but on it, a doe, on a doe, you know, and that was fun, exciting for me. I, mm-hmm which I get excited about killing does because me and does have histories. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. You know, I'd rather, I'd rather kill a doe than a buck anytime. <laughs> just, just out of spite. <laughs> just because. <laughs> that's one but, less that's going to blow at me. That's right. <laughs> so, You'll you never know. have a chance to blow again. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so, you know, uh, yeah, I, I got a doe this October and stuff, and uh, you was there with me. and mm-hmm. We had a good hunt, actually. It was a really good hunt. Yeah. And uh, hell of a walk in there. Yes, it was. It was a trek. It was a trek. You public land guys think you got it rough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Try hunting permission ground where you can't get to back to the spot you want to be at with two climbers. <laughs> well, we got there. It we just did. Took us, you know. A little it was over easier a, going out than it was coming in. A little over half, a little over half mile back in there, but mm-hmm. you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. And we got the first kill on camera got for fall pursuit. Camera. And then the funny thing is, after that, after we got that, we was told we couldn't cross that ground anymore. Yeah. Or I was told we couldn't cross that ground anymore. Man. Yeah, because I had permission from the guy that uh, was farming the ground to go across there. Boy, evidently the landowner's son-in-law decided he was going to hunt, and he had cameras up, and none of us knew this. Well, he got my our pictures of us walking in with our climbers and and mm-hmm. bows and whatnot and uh, so he called his mother-in-law raising cane so she called the guy farming farming her ground which i work for him some you know part-time help him out with hay and stuff and she 
asked him about it. He said, well, yeah. He said, I told Jeff he could hunt back there. He said, you know Jeff? And she goes, yeah. Well, that's okay, but just tell him not to go back there anymore. Hmm. And it's like, all right. Pulled nope. the rug out from under you. Yeah, and it's like, okay, no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to argue with the landowner whatnot. And, you know, what are you going to do? Right. Well, then, Man. lo and behold, when I killed that doe and was dragging her out, it was right behind another landowner's house where we come out at, mm-hmm. and they met us out there in the field. Hey, what are you guys doing? Mm-hmm. You know, because they seen our lights bouncing around. And we told them, and they was like, well, you can hunt back here anytime. Matter of fact, you can park at our house. <laughs> yeah. So now the, the the over half mile walk turned into a hundred yard walk. Right. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> that is worked much out. literally, didn't it, Canyon? Mm-hmm. That is much more my speed. Absolutely. So yeah. it all worked out. And I told you though, the reason he was all worked up because he must have had a at the time. I told you he must have had a nice deer on camera back there that he was hunting. And come to find out, there was a pretty nice deer in there that. I guess everybody was hunting. Yeah. During yeah. gun season. I had him uh, five yards behind my tree. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what he, happened? Well, he was directly. This is where him. if dad was here, he'd say, and he froze up. No. I, yeah, that's what he'd say. <laughs> he was directly behind my tree, and I could not twist around to my left to get a shot at him. Mm-hmm. And whenever he come out to where I could get a shot at him, all I could see was his butt. Mm-hmm. And I was not going to Chucky Barnett heart shoot one. <laughs> <laughs> so... I watched him go directly away from me, and what what had happened was that there was a buck, another buck across the creek chasing a doe, and he was very loud about it, but he's very vocal about it, and you could hear brush crashing, and he was just out there, you know, I mean, he was getting her done, and he kept chasing, kept chasing her around in circles right there, and I thought, you know, he's going to pull some bucks in, so yeah. I, I was actually i'm ready you mm-hmm. know but i wasn't not expecting this deer to come from directly downwind from me and i'd had like three thousand squirrels around me all day long you know so i was getting whiplash for every time i hear a leaf <laughs> move mm-hmm. you know i was looking and it'd be a squirrel well lo and behold this one time i didn't look this buck he and he's dandy he he he'd probably go boon I'm pretty sure he'd go boon. Oh, man. he come in, and I heard him coming. I was like, ah, another dadgum squirrel. And I got to listen. I was like, that's not a squirrel. And wherever I turned around to look, he was directly behind me at five yards. <sighs> if I'd been. If you'd have had a hand grenade. <laughs> I still would have missed. I'd blowed myself out the tree, most likely. But, <laughs> but if I'd just been hadn't excused that as a squirrel mm-hmm. and would have looked at him where I first heard him coming from my right side, I probably could have got a shot at him. Hmm. Man. Yeah. But I watched him walk directly away from me, and he was headed towards where that chase was going on. And it wasn't three minutes later when I seen him come down the bottom of the creek and all I could see was that big old rack bouncing mm-hmm. up and down. And there was no way, because, no, there was no way I was getting a shot at him. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, that that was that was the low of my <laughs> watching of him my bounce season. away. Yeah, but you know it's all right. He's still alive. Nobody yeah. got him. Nobody got him. Wow. So, look so for him next year. Look for him next year. And you still got the spot. I still got the spot. There Closer walking distance too. Even. Yep, I've even secured it with a couple of rolls of deer sausage. So. Mm-hmm. Hey. There you go. The you, peace offering. You gotta know how to. You know, right. Take care of them landowners. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
money ain't everything. Yeah. So the uh, property down south didn't end up being too fruitful this year, did it? No, I seen some deer there early this year, and actually the last time I went, well, the last time I went there for shotgun season, I had bucks chasing does in there, but they was hot lapping around trees and everything else, and I couldn't, I couldn't get one stop to save my life. Mm -hmm. They was just getting after it, and that was probably the week before shotgun season. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) now this is where you come with a. hunting next to public ground after i got done hunting that day i thought i'm gonna go get my camera and pull it out because i know gun season's coming you know it's gonna be full of public hunters and stuff Mm -hmm. so i get my camera i take it home i go and pull the card out shove it in the tv go watch it it is completely wiped clean Uh, uh. i mean nothing (laughs) Even the videos that I'd had from the year before was gone, mm. and I'd seen and I'd seen some four wheeler tracks mm-hmm. that come off the public ground up there by my camera and where they turned around and stuff. So they can ride on that. They're not supposed to. Uh, they're not supposed to steal cards either, Nate. <clears throat> they didn't steal it. They just wiped it out. <laughs> well, they stole your intel. They was more. They was more honest than the person I was going to say right behind my house. Whoever <laughs> that was. Yeah, yeah. There's another incident I had of cameras this year. Okay, so I got some private ground right there by my house. I mean, within half mile of my house, mm-hmm. and I have, I have the only permission to hunt on it. Me and Scott are the only ones that are allowed to hunt on this ground. So I hunted, I hunted some, you know, before shotgun season. Like, okay, I'm the only one that's supposed to be back there. I had a camera set up. Thought, I'll just leave it back there, you know, during shotgun season and that, see what all's back there. So what was it, a week after, a week or so after shotgun season when I finally got to go hunting again, I went, that was the first place I went to. I went hunting back there. I went to pull my camera. Yeah, because we were talking about how that, camera had been back there for like two months or over two months and how we'd heard there's some decent deer running yes. around in there and hopefully had pictures of them yeah we was excited about it. i opened it up shut it off and when i went up there the camera didn't come on i'm like hmm batteries must be dead so i opened up shut it off and no it's full of batteries but still didn't come on and so i reached down to check the sd card there is no sd card the sd card was gone hmm. Scott goes, well, did you have one in there? I said, I guarantee you I had one in there because when I set the camera up, it was dark. You know, when I set it up, and as I walked away, the camera come on and mm-hmm. took my video. Right. And that camera will not come on unless there's an SD card in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I know the SD card was in there when I left it, but it sure wasn't in there whenever I come to pull it back out. One of the Indians slipped in there and got you. Uh, they got something. So, <laughs> so I hope, I hope whoever it is, and if they're listening to me, I hope they enjoyed the card they got out of Jay Fry's camera. <laughs> back it's not on, like it wasn't marked. Back on Four Mile Creek. Yeah. In Kansas. In, in Kansas. Kansas. Yeah. South Central. Yeah. South so Pacific. Basically, what I'm hearing is. You've been around a bunch of outlaws all season. I have. I have. Man. And so, but honestly, give them credit, the public ground hunters was more honest than the yeah. ones that was well, on Well, slightly. Well, they <laughs> slightly. didn't steal anything. They just 
wiped it out. Is that really? I mean, that's kind of theft, though. I guess you could call it that. I'd call it that if I caught him. You know, it didn't yeah. cost me. I'd probably call him a stealing <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> it didn't cost me. It didn't cost me $17 like the card that was taken from <laughs> Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, you know, there was no money value on that. You can't put a value on a picture of a big buck, though. If you'd have shot that thing on camera, I'm guessing there's no there telling the dollar amount Easy that that could have The in camera part, you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I guess- didn't say you and Nate would be involved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing on the public ground, there wasn't as big a buck as there might have been. Yeah, probably not. I know what was back there. But I if just- we could have labeled it public land buck, then we'd have got all kinds of views. We could have. Even if it was like 115 inches. And if you would have killed him out of a saddle. Oh, my gosh. We'd be on TV You won't right get now. me in a saddle. No, you won't even get me in on a saddle on a horse. <laughs> this Let is great because last week we bashed on the Matthews guys. <laughs> this week we're bashing on the saddle guys and the public land guys. It's great. Actually, and one guy that's both of those is our buddy Austin. <laughs> and he, he, I think he commented on the Facebook. He was like, hey, now, are you guys bad talking Matthews? <laughs> well, Austin, I gave you something else. <laughs> yeah. like, all in good fun. Yeah, all in good fun. But, yeah, I don't expect to see you in a saddle anytime soon. No, you're lucky to see me in a climber anymore. Yeah. Did me you too. do much on the ground this year? I did some. Uh, yeah. That one. What would have happened if you'd have been on the ground with the monster? Oh, you told me about that. Where exactly where you would have been? With the monster, I would. He'd have been at least had a bolt flung at him. Mm-hmm. No, he'd 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 you'd be getting ready to mount him. That's what you'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, he'd have been, he'd if, have been if, mounting if, him that, that <laughs> evening. <laughs> you got that right. Jeff's just shaking his head and smiling. <laughs> if I'd been if I'd been hunting on the ground. There was a natural. There was a tree that had been naturally blown down, mm-hmm. but it still had all the sleep. So it wasn't a dead tree. It's it still had enough system to it mm-hmm. that it was able to leaf out. It was just blowed over. You know? Natural hinge cut. That's what I was trying to say. That's why I was trying to say it mm-hmm. wasn't a hinge cut. It was a natural blowdown. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, still living. Still living. And man, it was perfect spot. Mm-hmm. And actually, me and her sat in that spot a week later. Mm-hmm. You know if. If, if she'd come when she was supposed to have. So really what I'm hearing yeah. is her fault. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Ooh. We would have we been, oh. been sitting there. Don't but, blame this nice lady for your misfortune. <laughs> but but since she didn't come the week she was supposed to have because, you know, she was sick. They never yeah. come when they're supposed to. No, well, <laughs> most of us come too soon, so... That usually costs you 18 years, though. You know. <laughs> I was trying to be cooth. Hey, you set up the roadblock. I just went off the road. <laughs> oh, where were we? But anyways, if she had been there, well, oh, yeah. then we would have been sitting there. And this deer would have walked 10 yards in front of us and stopped. Where he stopped at was right smack dab. In front of where we, I was, where we was going to sit at, mm-hmm. and actually where we sat at a week later. Yeah, and yeah, he'd been, he would have been. You think he'd be your biggest? Oh, by far. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you talk about yeah. twenty inches, probably. Yeah. Well, when you high tower was one sixty, wasn't it? <laughs> high tower was one sixty gross. Yeah. This deer um, was at least twenty inches more than that. Ooh. Um, he's he the biggest. Basically, one? a Nate Burgess deer. Easy. 
No, he's still another twenty inches shy. Oh well, of an eight Burgess. Deer. Oh, right, my. you know you can't thinking. you can't climb to the top all at once. <laughs> right, you gotta work your way up. There. Yeah, yeah, right. Was he was he the uh, see the biggest one you've ever had right around you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not the biggest one I have pictures of. Yeah, but he's the biggest one I've had live. Yeah, right there that in close. range. Yeah, within five yards, yes. <laughs> within falling distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, turn around and spit on it. <laughs> or, or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good thing we don't all have I cameras do, yet. All I could do is just throw it at him. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, no. uh, you might have hit him. <laughs> yeah, might have. So, yeah, he was a nice deer. It was a, it was a pretty intense moment. Oh, I bet. I wished I could have, well... Yeah, I wish one of you guys had been there to film. I know, mm-hmm. it, yeah. And that would have even if we could have just gotten the video of him, it would have been yeah. cool to yeah, have. Yeah, that because because awesome. we would have been like, hey, hey Jeff, this is not a squirrel. <laughs> exactly, because we'd have been facing the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it might be a squirrel, but it's really big. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna shoot this one. This is the biggest, most important squirrel of your life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, if I was with Nate, I'd have said this is a squirrel, but you're gonna shoot right under it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aim low for the only thing that the only thing that might have pushed your uh, your video that we just did for the fan favorite over the edge is if I would have had you missing that squirrel on camera too, and if it would have been the same morning. I got some hairs. (laughs) Yeah, got some hairs. Just like the coyote, you skimmed some hair off. That would have been the cherry on top of that morning. Oh my! Yeah, that was something. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we need. Yeah, I wish somebody had been with me that day. Mm -hmm. Whether I shot the deer or not, that would have. Yeah, just to get it on video. Yeah. Did you have any pictures of him? No. No. I guarantee you the other guy did. Oh, <laughs> I know who's got pictures of him because he showed me to him on the, on his phone up here at the shop a couple mm-hmm. of weeks later. You should have had him send and it to you. And I was like, uh, yeah, I had that deer at five yards. And you didn't shoot him? I'm like, no. Nah, it's too small. I need another <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> so, Gave him a pass. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like it's not because I didn't want to, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it's, I've had a good year this year. I mean, this this really has been one of my best years. Good. Yeah, we I talked mean, about even, that too. Even, like, even though you know, I didn't, I didn't get a buck like some of you youngins did, and don't look at me and all this stuff. You know, wasn't all, me. All you masters and yeah, you know, uh-huh. the old man still had fun out there. And, <laughs> That's what I said. Even though I didn't kill anything, I got to hunt with. Everybody in this room, me and Dad got to hunt a little bit. I yep. got to hunt over with Dusty a few times, so it was... Yep, you and I got to hunt together. And one of the best years I've had, especially yeah. without killing a deer. I mean, I killed a doe, but without killing a buck. I mean, it was... Oh, I killed a doe or something. Yeah. You know, well, I, I mean, I killed one there at the end. I know. I about said I didn't kill a deer because it took me so dang long to kill one. <laughs> I don't did. I about forgot about her. Yep. But She heard the squeak and she just froze up. She did. What is that? <laughs> Actually, a little peek behind the scenes here. So on the short that I did, I didn't edit that any at all. I just, I mean, obviously I cut it up. But when I went to do the episode, the squeak was so loud in the camera that it peaked the volume on the track. So I had to cut that section out and bring the volume down as it's squeaking because it was so loud. Was that on the rest? Yeah. That you was, okay. I'd lost a felt piece to it like, I don't know, a week earlier. Yeah. It's got another one on there now, but it was more than a week. 
Because I didn't have it on the buck either. So, yeah, it was, uh, gosh, at least a couple, maybe three weeks before that. He started drawing that bow, and I was like, my gosh, it's like the old prong rest. Mm -hmm. The TM hunters. (laughs) Yeah. That's what it sounded like. But I know he doesn't have one, but that is that sound. Yeah. I didn't have to stop her. No, probably not. (laughs) No, she heard that thing. She just, what in the world? Last thing she ever heard. Yeah. But what was funny was uh, whenever she was hunting with me and I shot that buck, you know, well, uh, he took off and she jumped out. And we was hunting on the ground. And if you've listened to me any at all on this show, you know I I despise ground blinds. I will not hunt out of a ground blind. Where if I hunt on the ground, I'm sitting in a chair and I'm up against a tree. And we'd set this up. I'd set it up the day before because we went down there and hunted and i we didn't have no luck we was only there about an hour and we got busted and stuff and so but i'd never been to that property before and so after we got busted i told her i said well let's just get up and walk around look this situation over a little bit better you know because i went in there in dark and i just tried to find a place and next thing i know the sun's coming up it's shining in my face and i'm lit up like a neon sign out there and mm-hmm. every deer that come around you know they've seen us you know, before they got within range. Well, that and you weren't wearing the right camo. I wasn't. I probably not. I, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. So, anyways, I saw a Facebook ad today. You weren't wearing the right camo. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, I wasn't. And so, we we got up, and walked around that that morning, and I was like, I think this will work. And I found a spot. So, I knocked down the weeds and stuff and what it was is where my son my back would be against the sun you know the, the sun would be at my back and was up underneath a cedar tree not a big cedar tree but a nice young cedar tree you know and so was underneath of it up against a big old oak tree too so we had a good backdrop and plus we had the sun at our back well this buck we seen him coming from the south and he followed the fence row around and he was coming our way, and then he went into the woods. And I was like, oh, man. You know, and and she's like, oh, we ain't going to get shot at him. I'm like, just hold on. We'll see what happens. Because the neighbors was right there, and their dog started barking. Well, as soon as their dog started barking, carrying on, he popped back up, and he come towards the east towards us. And so there he, he is. He can't see us. You know, he's looking into the sun. And we're right there, and he gets within 10 yards. We're sitting on the ground, and no ground blind, just sitting in chairs underneath a cedar tree, up against an oak tree, and put it on him. Shish kebobbed his butt. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite of the old Chucky Barnett. That's right. You know, shot him right right below, right under the neck, right between the shoulder blades. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. ran about 30 yards, fell over. And next thing I know, she jumps up and she takes off getting ready to run across the field. I'm like, no, babe, stop. (laughs) (laughs) What? And I'm like, leave him alone. Let him lay. Just give him a minute, you know. And then, of course, she sees him kicking and stuff. Oh, let's run up there and put an arrow in him suffering. I'm like, he's already dead. Yeah, he just don't know it yet. It's just body reflex. He doesn't know it yet. So so I gave him a few minutes. And so we sat there for another 10 minutes and we could see him, you know. And Mm -hmm. he was done. We went up there and, and got him, and all. she was just tickled to death. 
but yeah, it was it was funny. As soon as I shot, and he took off, and I said, "Oh yeah," because he mule kicked and everything. Mm-hmm. Boy, she mule kicked up out of that seat, and she was going to go yeah. get him. I don't know what she thought she was going to do if she got a hold of him. But CPR. <laughs> she she was not going to let him get away. Yeah. And so it was a good time. I That was the highlight of my, my season right there. So, yeah, you know, just, just, I don't know, just seeing somebody, I don't care if they're young or old, you know, getting them started out there and their first time and seeing it through their eyes and and they're all excited about going and i mean she was calling me at four thirty, five o'clock in the morning you up you ready to go and i'm like it don't get daylight till after six you know yeah. but you yeah, know am she, i what <laughs> yeah you know but you know i mean it's just i really enjoyed it. it that was that was the best the best deer season i've had in a long time and that's Good. why you take people hunting, too, because not only, like, you can get something out of it, too, like you're saying. It's rewarding as the person that gets to take them mm-hmm. and get them out there and, and going. But, like, for them, if you can get them out there young, too, like, think about the 30 years of hunting that right. she could have done. Yeah. You know, and had enjoyment of. But that's not to say when they get to a certain age, it's too late, either. Right. Get them started and going. Take somebody out in the woods. Yes. And then even people that don't understand why we do it, it doesn't take but one time. Yeah, and she even she even said, "I see now why what the big attraction is." Mm-hmm. She why said, "I never a... understood it before until I went." And she said, "Now going with you, she said I understand." It. You know, and we've seen a lot of other deer besides that one. Mm-hmm. You know, we sat well, we sat in the double deer stand there behind the house, yeah, on the ditch, and you know, she got to see young bucks and and chasing around and. She got to see a doe come out with three youngins, and I mean, when I say youngins, they was really young. For I mean, one of them was going along behind the doe, eh, 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 trying to nurse on her, hmm, and right. this is in you know around Thanksgiving and stuff, yeah. huh. you know. And so she got to see a lot of stuff and experience it, and she was she was tickled to death, and I was tickled to death for her. So, and now that's just you know somebody else says you know, excited about taking on the sport and mm-hmm. and getting out and enjoying the outdoors and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so it good. sounds like I got a new hunting partner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she's better looking than Scott, so I don't know. <laughs> Scott may be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You think she might be a little better on the camera? That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. I don't know. We'll find People out. People tend to like that. We'll find out next year. Yeah. Here we so. go. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for next year. That's what we've been talking about, too, and, like, even just doing the – last episode of fall pursuit and that while i was editing it i was like man it's over i'm ready for next year mm-hmm. i was talking to dusty earlier today he's like man we're gonna have to do some more hunting together next year and he's sending me he's telling me he's got some new bucks showing up feeding on because he's got the food you know and all these sheds that he's found in the past years and gonna find this year i'm like man i'm ready to go shed hunting now and hopefully find something from this year that hopefully made it you know and get the process started for next year I'm I'm excited about it. Probably, this is probably as excited as I've been for a deer season in January as I can remember being. Mm-hmm. Just with what we came off of and building towards it next year, and I don't know if it was going to be that way because we talked about this a lot, like the the added pressure, or whatever stress of trying to do a show. Mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, aside from just like if. And I kind of enjoy it, so it's not that big a deal. But aside from just having to get it out, okay, like 
this thing needs to come out on Tuesdays because that's when we said it was going to be out. I need to get it done and doing it. Aside from that part of it, like, I really didn't have much extra stress or pressure that I felt at all. Like, it was just, it was it was even more fun, I think, being able to record everything and share it with people and seeing their reactions and hearing from people like they enjoyed following along. And, like, even not killing deer, that makes it even more fun is because it's like they're, the people who watch it every week are, like, they're with you, mm-hmm. you know. And that's what's cool about doing it, I think, semi-live, too. People get to follow your season. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many conversations I had with people this year about like the show and like they knew what we've been seeing. Yeah. And like they could talk about, oh, hey, that deer you got on camera or whatever, you know, and well, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's different, which I'd never, I hadn't experienced that aspect of it before. I'd talk to some guys up here at the shop, you know, during shotgun season and stuff. And, of course, they've they seen your sign up here, mm-hmm. and they've asking about and stuff. And I'd just tell them, I said, look, guys, we're not, this isn't pre-filmed from the year before, you know, and we're putting out the highlights. This is week-to-week real hunting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to see more of us not seeing a thing mm-hmm. than right. you are of us killing something, mm-hmm. you know. And they's like, that's what we like to see. You know, it's not. That's more relatable, it's I think. It's more relatable, yeah. More realistic to them. And, like, I get, uh, even some of the hunting we do is probably not as relatable to some people, or maybe it's not their thing to watch. Like, I don't, you know, some of the stuff we do is probably not as big of a draw to somebody who's just hunting public ground and is the saddle hunter or whatever. But, like, oh, yeah. I think they yeah. can still understand where we're coming from. And, and like, you are seeing every week that, more weeks than not, we're not killing deer. Right. Or we're not. And that's, what, six of us filming? Mm-hmm. And then Dusty's kids, too. So you mm-hmm. add those two on, which, you know, the two times they were on, obviously they were killing deer. That's why, you know, they. Well, they had them on, on game the farms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rest of us are real world, you know. <laughs> Dusty's got his game farm going on, so he yeah. has the advantage on all of us. Yeah. And that. But I think we do have a good, this is something that I told some guys we talked to at the ATA even. We have a good mix, I think, of mm-hmm. hunting styles. Like, you take a look at Dusty. He's hunting the most managed ground of all of us. And he's a testament to what you can do with good management, right? And, like, if you have him Which, and his group of people that hunt, they have the same mindset and control over the ground where they can have a really good management program, which we all should try to do, even if you're hunting 10 acres, you know. And then you've got kind of the rest of us who all kind of fall somewhere in between there, permission ground, small private properties, even, you know, like your farm there around home. You're not necessarily a small private or permission property, but you're also not hunting 500 acres of managed ground either, you know. It's all in between. And then you're hunting with a crossbow, and we're hunting with the regular tackle, and Dad's hunting with a 2002 (laughs) <laughs> Botech Patriot, you know, it's like we've got, I feel like we have a pretty good mix. And then Dusty's a crossbow guy too. And he's got the kids on there, Dawson doing the youth hunt and, and uh, Kelby with the gun. It's, I think it was a cool mix yeah. of people. I think people appreciate that too, probably, because there's something for everybody to kind of relate to. No matter whether you're that public land saddle guy, you can still appreciate somebody going and hunting to walking in a half mile with their climbers and hunting a permission mm-hmm. piece. Or you're the guy that has a thousand acres, you can appreciate what we're doing on the properties we own and manage too. I think so. It works out, I think, for everybody, and it it also allows it for to putting it together. Like 
something somebody else said. I think it was Rodney. We, we were talking to somebody at the show. Then he was talking about how, like, you can get some episodes that are, like, so long and it gets boring. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we're putting our episodes together, you'll have, like, okay, here's Nate's hunt from whatever day. And then, okay, here's Blake. And then here's Jeff. And it's, like, three totally different. Mm-hmm. It's a good mixture, I think. Yep. We need to get more cameras to go around. Yeah, I agree. You know. Uh, the cameras was in use whenever, you know, we mm-hmm. was hunting and I killed that young buck, you know, that would have made good footage. Right. But, you know, the cameras in, was in use. I wasn't able to get a hold of one. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, that's just part of it. That's where I've talked to people. And this is another, I guess, peek behind the curtain is like, and when we're talking to potential guys to partner with, like, I think we're at a spot where when, once we get the partners and get people on board, we'll be, we can be, it'll make it even that much better. You know what I mean? And that's even like to the people listening, like if you, like what we're doing and you want to see more and better, like go support our partners. Cause then that shows mm-hmm. them that we're bringing them some value. Mm-hmm. And then that helps them cause we can give more value to the people. So like we can get more cameras or different equipment right. that'll make, make it better and have even more content and yeah, stuff that, like that. None of that stuff cheap. No, it's no, not. I'm just a poor old white boy. I can't go out <laughs> and worry about it. Four to $2,000 camera, just no. video deer. You know, right. Like, right. No, that's, but that's where like, again, partners come in and having, Good ones, and and that's not to say we're getting paid a ton of money doing this. I promise we're not. <laughs> I ain't seen none of it. <laughs> no, 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 I really haven't seen it. from the podcast and the show. Like anything that it makes goes back into it because that's what I want to do. I want right. to make it better off the money that it's making. So, mm-hmm. but I think as we move along, we can get more, bring more people on board. Then it'll be even better. Yeah, and even somewhere down the road too. Like we're talking, we got six guys filming right now. You know. There's potential. Maybe we can bring some other guys on. We've talked about some different people who potentially we could hunt with and guys that we respect and know, and that would be good too. And that's going to be more equipment we got to have and stuff like that. Right. So, but it, all that stuff goes into making a better show, I think. And I think for the first year we did, I mean, I feel like we did an okay job, but I learned a lot of stuff, even putting it together, editing and filming and all that. And really, I mean, you filmed for Nate some back in the day. I did a little bit of filming myself. I don't know if you ever did any filming. No. Probably never. just slightly less than I did, because mine I didn't do much, right? And then you had the most experience out of anybody filming and, and putting shows together. So for that, I know I don't think Dusty's ever done a whole bunch of it. Like, I think he's filmed his kids and some stuff like that a little bit, but mm-hmm. on this kind of scale, so... The only very filming, new to the game. Yeah, the only filming I've ever done is with my cell cam, and you said on air that it was subpar at best so you know <laughs> just i mean hey if i'm not if i'm not honest i'm not anything well i mean i'm just saying so you ought to know, know that by now so i just like well i guess i won't film on my cell cam either so i'm not, I'm not gonna sugarcoat too much especially if i like you <laughs> exactly if I came around, you fumble farting around and beating around the bush you probably have to wonder like man he doesn't really care for me does he if I just tell you you suck, you're like, yeah, we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're my cousin. You got to like me anyway. Well, uh, then maybe that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we, we, it was good to get to your favorite moments of the year because we did the last year, last episode of the year, the first episode of the year, we talked about kind of ours mm-hmm. from the past season. But we also got to do our, the fan favorite 
moments from Paul Fall Pursuit. That was year. a collusion. And before t- Jeff gets that- on his soapbox, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, that, oh, yeah, you missed this earlier. We kind of got the rundown a little bit earlier. So he had this one on deck. He's just <laughs> yeah. been waiting for this opportunity. But before he gets into that, I do appreciate everybody that voted because we had, I mean, it was awesome, the interaction that we had with everybody and the engagement. We had all kinds of people voting. The Wood Clan showed Except up and Except for my friends and family. <laughs> we'll get <Yeah>. there. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun to put together a little, like, bracket tournament and just of the moments. I didn't mean for it to be, like, Jeff against Dusty, although that's how some people have taken it, <laughs> evidently. But I thought it would be fun for the people to get Go to... against a 12-point buck. I mean, you know. Yeah, 12, 8, whatever. Whatever. Nine. It had horns, <laughs> and mine didn't. Okay, so, Which one are you going to go with? I mean, I mean I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> Collusion. Yeah. So before we get into that, thanks everybody that voted. That was a lot of fun even just to see what people thought and to see the engagement from it I thought was cool too because I didn't know what to expect. Like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to have five people to vote on this or are we going to get we got like 30, 35 people voting every time, mm-hmm. which is I thought was pretty cool. Five voted for me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> basically. And I had to text them to get them to do it. <laughs> That's a poor-run campaign is all I can tell you. <laughs> Sound like a Democrat. Okay. <laughs> How much money did you offer them? you yeah. got to offer them money. They, you got to know. People, you got to offer them money. Were Summer sausage. Dead? Summer yeah. sausage, yeah. Yeah, so what What I did was, and I sent it to you guys or showed it to you guys up here, was I basically seeded everything out. And, I was, cause, and my thought process was, okay. Here we go. It was weighted on kind of what I thought. He's going to validate himself for this. <laughs> what I thought was best, and then also like what I thought people would think was the best. So like Blake's reaction, I really liked it. I've heard people say that they really liked it, right? Like I've heard people that watched it. So I thought, okay, that's an easy number one seed. And then Kelby's was like one of my favorites from the year because she had like the buck fever, you know, and she's shaking and everything. And I thought that's an easy number two because, again, I've heard people – you know, say that. And then I kind of went down from there. And why your dough ended up getting put at number seven, which I thought was probably fitting. Yeah, it wasn't that great. But it was a cool, like, if you knew. If people knew, I shot it in the head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. So, but yours got replaced by uh, mine because, or, yeah. No, I'm yours sorry. Got mine got replaced, replaced by, by yours because I was going to put the buck I shot in there because, like, the whole lead up in the moment was cool, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I didn't kill it. So I thought, it's not really a, should be a fan favorite, probably, <laughs> you know, since we didn't find the deer. So I took it out, put your doe in. Anyway, that's how I came with that. The autofocus buck, I thought we needed a potential Cinderella, so I put it at number eight. And then Dusty's buck was the only one we killed with a bow on camera. In focus. In focus. Barely. So I thought that's a – and it was it was in the corner. It was like in the very right-hand bottom corner. Yeah, but it was in the corner of the screen, so I thought, okay, that's a number four or a number five, right? And then I thought, okay. There she is. Jeff's. It's Uncle Jeff. So there's – Stan Potts. So <laughs> tribute to Stan Potts, yeah. the great American deer hunter. So some people like Jeff. You know, he has a niche – Evidently uh, only a niche five. following <laughs> – and the there she is, and it was our first kill on camera, and we got it. And I thought those two, both kills on camera, <coughs> four and five, like they fall in the middle. And when you bracket the tournament, one versus eight, four versus five, and that's just how it fell. That was Doe versus Buck never even crossed my mind because it wasn't this guy versus guy. It was just the moment. And the Jeff, wood, 
And the Wood family made a strong show. They did. The whole freaking army come out. <laughs> and the other part of this. I that, mean, I know every one of them. I'm friends with every one of them. But let me tell you something. Might not be after this. <laughs> Blood is thicker than water. And they <laughs> proved it over this deal. And I knew. I knew that of all the people that I put in this, Jeff would be the only one to whine about it if he didn't win. <laughs> I'm not whining. It's just it. Okay, Did let me tell baby. you this. Exactly. Okay, the first the first thing that comes out when he posts posts it, he says in the comments, Jeff, it wouldn't let me tag you. But I tagged you in that comment, which is the same. Okay, thing. so my friends and family had no idea what was going. They on. They should have. You were tagged. Nope. And so. Jeff, it wouldn't let me tag you. And then he puts me up against Dusty's. I can't help it that you're stuck up and you got your Facebook on private or something where I can't tag you on the Ridge Hunter page. He's got Dusty's 20-point buck, you know, against my little... <laughs> yeah, he's 20 points. He's growing. <laughs> against my Dusty's little... Dusty's going to appreciate this. Yeah. It's like, I a booner. Against my little 90-pound doe, you know, know, so... He could at least talked up the doe and made her <laughs> exactly. like 150-pounder. You know, so, you know, I, I would think that if a guy was going to be fair, it would be a doe against the dough and then you work your way up to dough against buck yeah so however my thinking doesn't follow the logic of my little cousin over here so <laughs> had i known there were going to be two dough kills in it from the start maybe i would have put them together but I oh gee you think I still we are right. in this day and age there's not even are you sure they were does and buck competitions, they all just kind of run together. And See, oh, don't start that with me. That's <laughs> the other thing. And did you ask your doe if she was a doe? Exactly. I didn't know. She acted like a doe and looked You're like over a here. doe. She's a doe. Uh -huh. Making assumptions. You're over here assigning genders to these deer. I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> and acting like that's important. <laughs> it absolutely is. So anyway, Jeff's got beat out in the first round. He's butthurt about it, if you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew he'd be the only one to say anything about it, which is fine because I expected hey, it. Hey, you know, you get what you know. Exactly. So, but I thought you were—I thought you were a solid number four. You were in—that's top four seating. That's pretty solid. I gave you a lot of credit. I was number four. Yeah, I doubt that very much. How many behind? Was, how many applicants was in there? Four, eight, eight. <laughs> Blake was number one. Kelby was number two. Number three would have been uh, was Nate Dawson. Dawson, yeah. Dawson was number three. Because I thought Youth Hunt, it is a buck. Mm -hmm. As if that matters, Jeff. A, ki a kill on film. It was on camera. It was his first deer that he killed. thought that's a solid three seed. I was number four in, your, in the... In the seating. In the votes or the seating? The seating. And then you landed But I was four. last in the votes. Uh, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm. I think my doe. I think was. your doe up against Kelby was the last in the vote. <laughs> that wasn't a fair matchup, but I had to do something better than my buck that we didn't find. And that was, I liked that one. And your reaction was really good. Had I put the stink bug in there on your hat, maybe it would have made it even better. <laughs> That's it, another behind the scenes that people don't know about. If he, my cameraman. I didn't even notice it. If, so if my cameraman had been in a saddle, <laughs> he yeah. could have got a better view of me. I looked like I was in a saddle way I was swinging around that tree. <laughs> By the time you decided to shoot the thing, I was about as far as I could get. I shot it the only opening I had. Uh, yeah, after it was standing there 15 yards just begging you. I asked you. It was going like ready. this. Hunter <laughs> <laughs> up, big fella. These acorns are I good, but I'm ready. I wanted to make sure you had good footage. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You know, so... 
Yeah. Hey, I was hunting for the camera. He had to make up for what me and Nate didn't get. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. That was we were off to such I a tried good start. To, I tried to set the example. <laughs> your standards were and set you, high, and, and we you just guys fell failed. real quick. <laughs> you dropped the ball. We, we had plummeted. two kills on camera in the first week. <laughs> yeah, and then it went downhill from yeah, there. Fast. I am disappointed. <laughs> Yeah, well. Well, I didn't start off too great for us. Well, yeah, Not but even that was camera. my fault. I should have sent the camera with you. That was my fault. Because I knew you had a good chance of killing that thing that day. And I was like, I... When the wind was blowing 70 mile an hour? No, that was the, oh, the second okay. one. We're talking about oh, opening day. Opening day. Yeah. The one I cut my finger off. <laughs> yeah. Wounded yeah. hunter sent. That would have been mm-hmm. a good one. Yep. But, oh well. Well, you see, we have room for improvement. We don't have to set the bar too high in the first year. <laughs> no, it's pretty low, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. But I had still, another it thought. still was good. I thought so. I mean, Yeah, really. the fans that stayed and watched are true fans. That's yeah. what I'm I thought You the, guys are the real MVPs. That's right. <laughs> I, I had another thought on the fan vote, and I lost it after Jeff's rant. Yeah, he sent us down a tangent. Here, he went down a tangent. I know. Oh, well. Yeah. It was cool to see the people. If you've been around engaged. me long enough, you know that's what I do. I get it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully everybody that got to see it enjoyed voting on that, too. I thought it would be fun. On Blake's opening day book, the Snapchats were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, he's showing his finger, and he's, I mean, it's cut bad. And he's got blood all in his beard from where he's been sucking on it, <laughs> trying to get it to quit bleeding. You bled way more than that deer did for the first 40 yards. <laughs> it stunk up in that tree, and it wasn't from sweat. It was from blood. Just, <laughs> yeah. There's an iron smell, smell like going blood. on up there. Uh-huh. There's blood on your shirt. <laughs> My backpack. He's, he's filming down the tree, and there's drops of blood uh-huh. on the tree up there. And the whole time, he's just like, this deer's never going to come in. <laughs> there's not <laughs> a chance. Those are the times it happens. Just like when we got up in the tree the morning I shot my buck, and we got up there, and we had the camera arm, we got it all set up, and then you pulled the camera out, and you said, oh, dude, do you have the quick attach for this? <laughs> I was like, uh, nope, we had the wrong one on it. Really? Yeah, you don't remember that? Hey, that reminds me, I need mine back. It's in his camera bag. He took it home. I I think it's in my truck right now. Yep. Okay, but we had uh, it was either yours, I think it was yours from your your tree arm, because you freehanded that. But we had the we had the arm. Yeah, Yeah, you did. You can see it in the GoPro. And that's what. So what happens when when I shoot and the camera jumps real big as he's running off? You were directly behind me. So after I shot, my elbow hit the camera. Oh, really? And it bumped it. You can hear it. It took me a minute. I had to watch the GoPro and see what happened. But you heading out? All right. Just for a second. I'll be back. Okay. Well, go ahead. We'll come back. I just don't want to hear the squeaking. I don't know what you're yelling at me about the squeaking. That's fine. I'll just mark this. We'll just leave it. You guys don't care that are listening. Jeff's got to step out and go talk on the phone or, I don't know, puff his e-cigarette or something. Anyway, yeah, the the jumping of the camera was my arm hitting. I saw Mm -hmm. it on the GoPro, and I don't remember hitting you at all Like in that moment. I guess I don't even remember freehanding it, really. Seriously? But yeah, you can see it in the GoPro. But yeah, we got up in the tree, and I said, well, you know, this Boy, is what's going to happen. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we had the conversation, though, because had you been on the arm, there's no way where he was at you would have been able to get that shot, I don't think. Unlikely. Same thing the, the morning we went. 
it, I could have got your buck on camera, but we would have had it on the wrong side of the tree, and I'd have had to do a lot of moving around with a lot mm-hmm. of deer around. What side did you have it on the tree when you was in with him? I didn't. I took the shoulder rig that morning. But what to, See, when I hunted him in that tree, I had it on the north side, so it would have been perfect. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I would have had it on the food plot side. Yeah. Because there wasn't a good spot for it to put on this food plot side. Yeah, unless unless I saw the same thing. But my, in my mind, I would have wanted it over there because that's where I would have thought they were going to come. Mm-hmm. Which that one deer did, the goofy buck. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, you had you were freehanding that. And, mm-hmm. But my point being, we forgot that, and that happened. That was the morning that it ended up happening. Yep. And I think, I'd have to look at the pictures, but the time... The night you killed your buck and I had that one stop behind me at like 20 yards and never make it to me, I think that might have been the evening that I forgot the quick attach for my camera and had the string tied around it. You remember that Snapchat? Mm-hmm. It worked. That's always... <coughs> I don't know me, if that is I, always... I don't know if it's as bad as taking a, a tripod in a tree stand. Well, man. That wasn't <laughs> even workable. You couldn't even MacGyver that one. I could at least MacGyver a tree arm in a blind. See, that's a pretty good idea. That works. I would rather have a tree arm in a blind than a tripod most of the time. I hunted with a guy that had homemade blinds, and he had, uh, uh, back then, we was all using them muddy arms, Uh you know, and what they have, probably probably three-quarter inch or or maybe one-inch post on on those things that slid into that... uh, the bracket, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it, was you remember, a, it was a half inch rod. You remember that big post, you know? Yeah. He had, uh, he had, I think two two by four screwed together to make it four by four, um, and he had those all along his shooting windows in his blinds, and he had the, the hole, the right size hole drilled on the corners, and he just set that the arm in whichever one he wanted. You mm-hmm. know, he'd slide around in, there, and that seemed to work pretty good. Yeah. The thing I don't like about the tripod and the blind is I can never get it to where I can see out of everything I want to see mm-hmm. out of, mm-hmm. which is, and a blind and a camera is really a two-person job. Mm-hmm. For sure. Unless you have it just set up where, like, you know it's going to be out of this window. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to have it so far over so you can see out of both of them, and then your angles are never quite right, and it's, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. But that's part of self-filming. That's why I don't like self-filming as much. Yep. And it's more fun when somebody else gets to go with you. Oh yeah, most of the time. Man, if I'd have had, if I'd have had my tree arm, uh, the morning I shot that six by five, um, uh, sitting there in gun season, you know, the footage I would have had. I mean, every deer in the country mm-hmm. was in there uh, on us that morning. I, well, like I said, there was four bucks, um, uh, three and a half and older, you know, out there. And yep. I don't know. 15 does, 20 does. Uh, I think I saw 10 bucks total. Right. You know, that um, was the best morning you had by far. Oh, there right? was just there was deer everywhere. I mean, Absolutely between that everywhere. one and the time you guys went out there to the cattle lot and you had that split buck, you guys saw a lot of deer that day, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Where he snuck through and you didn't get a shot at him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When we went over there. You guys saw a bunch of deer that time, didn't you? Yeah. We saw a bunch over there. Uh, the dog day, not the oh. same. not the same number of bucks, probably. Yeah. Oh, the, that wasn't a cattle lot. Yeah. Um, the uh, the dogs when they come running through, that was a. We had a we had a couple of good sits over there. Someone needs to go coyote hunting over there. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, boy, them dogs, they, they screwed the pooch that morning. <laughs> Those dogs did. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Uh, boy, there was a bunch of deer over there, too. Yeah, I don't know if the zoom on those cannons would have been good enough to get your first shot. <laughs> he was, <laughs> but you could have been, able, you might have been able to see that there was a deer out there somewhere. He was standing in the middle of that field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You dang gun hunters. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I sat there and looked at him forever, and I thought, you know what, I. You came here to shoot him. I I came here to shoot. Didn't even take his long range gun. That's what drives me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, you know, and I don't. I at this point, I don't even know why I didn't. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I really like that two twenty. Yeah, but yeah. I have, I have no idea why I didn't take that three fifty. Oh, hey, that reminds me too, because I have failed to mention this on the past couple, the big buck contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, congrats to Tommy Lewis because he won first Tom place. Cat won. Yep, and then Chris Herman came mm-hmm. in second place. So congrats mm-hmm. to those guys and to everybody else that killed deer. And thanks for entering. I'll get the t-shirts sent out soon. They are finally printed, so I'll get those sent out soon. But yeah, he won. He won the 350 Legend up there. At, hmm. Well, it's up there at Mills. He said he went and did the paperwork. I don't know if he's got it yet. But anyway, mm-hmm. first prize he won that. That's what reminded me of it. And then Chris is getting his deer mounted for free. Mm-hmm. So. Congrats to those guys. Not as big a deer this year as normal. Which I can't remember if we talked about that yet. Because Nate didn't enter. Well, basically, yeah. <laughs> the last year, the winner was like 160, right at it, right close to it. And the second place was 150s. And then the year before, the winner was 178. That was the year you won. Mm-hmm. And then this was before you were like full-time Ridge Hunter. Yeah, yeah. when you're full-time, you don't qualify. No, I, that would look kind of bad. Yeah. Uh, Yes. So that year, yours was one seventy-eight. That would probably been a fan unfavorite. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then second place that year was one seventy-two. Yeah, and I think third place might have been high forties. Mm-hmm. But this year, winner was one forty-seven and some change. So, mm-hmm. but I man, the more people that come into the shop that I talk to or hear talking, picking up deer, and the more people I talk to about it, is this year was just not as good a year for the big deer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you really, have, you didn't have a big doe contest too. A big doe contest? Yeah. yeah. Good. I, that would be a lot harder to. Uh, that uh, might get Nate to shoot a doe. <laughs> I, nothing's going to do that, let's be honest. <laughs> that would be a lot harder to manage as far as like if somebody shoots a buck and it's 125 inches, but they send in the score that's 150, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to measure that one. If they send in a doe and it's 150 pounds, they say it's 150, but really it's 140, 135, like. It's hard. I mean, we could do a nose measurement, I guess. <laughs> Get you the there longest you snoot. I'd, I'd, win. Win. I'd win that one. Yeah. I got some you up got there. You got some up there that are... I mean, they got 18-inch snouts on. They <laughs> look like anteaters. <laughs> yeah. They got to be 15 years old. Uh, yeah. Probably, if you'd shoot them, they wouldn't live that long. <laughs> <laughs> they look like a mule standing out there uh-huh. in the woods. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, that reminded me. The 350 thing. Mm-hmm. But that 220 is a... Straight shooting gun. Obviously. Clearly it did okay. It, it drops pretty good, though, doesn't mm, it? There yeah. is a significant arc <laughs> at certain distances. You got the job done. <laughs> it sure did. You got him. Uh, seriously, that second shot, um, when he was, uh, he actually run a little closer, and that second shot, I put it on him, you know, because I thought, ah, I know exactly how far he is there, and I put it right where I wanted it. And boom, and it hit him so hard. I mean, just... I've never heard a bullet hit something like that, mm-hmm. you know. 
I mean, oh, it was awesome. (laughs) I I replay that in my head a lot. Yeah. Hit him that second one. And he just pretty well got down, you know, and then pushed about 20 yards getting getting off that path there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was... That was a heck of a sound. I wish I had that on video. Right. I really do. Maybe we can... Uh, you're not going to be at Iowa now because you can go to a wedding or something like that. But, yeah. Uh, if we do end up taking a trailer, maybe we can take the Funky 8 so people can see them. Mm-hmm. Take him in there into the... When are you getting a high tower back, you know? What's your guys' turnaround? Do you got a high tower, too? It's high rise. High rise. Sorry. Because he has a high tower. I'm sorry. I have a high tower. Yeah. Uh, probably be April. Turkey season. Well, this will be after. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe we could take uh, the Funky 8 up there anyway. Mm-hmm. Then next year when you get to go, you can take the, what are we calling this one? 6x5. The 6x5, yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything big enough to go compared to them. No, ah. I sure don't. I'm not taking that <laughs> rinky-dink thing out there. <laughs> uh, these things All will busted look, up. These things will look small in Iowa. Your yeah. Funky 8 won't look small fit in. in Iowa. He'll be like middle of the road at 178. <laughs> he won't look small. Put me in the kid's class. <laughs> High rise would look like a 135-inch deer. Yeah, which is depressing. And he's like a... Man, when you pick his head up in that video, he looks really good. Yeah. His frame's monstrous. He looks really good. It's just there's well, no time length. <laughs> as you can tell by the name, he comes up off of his head. Yeah, his... I can't remember what his measurements were. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a time over... Eight inches. I oh, mean, they're eights. The, yeah, not incredibly tall. No. Which was another story seemed like this year. A lot of guys, not a lot of tall tine deer, but mm-hmm. uh, the buck that Dusty's uncle shot, 160s, I think, if you remember him showing oh, the pictures. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah. That mainframe eight. Yeah. I think that's 160s. where, I think that's where we thought he'd be, right? Yeah, just a giant eight pointer. Yeah. I was hoping he'd be on to talk about that tonight, but he ended up getting sick. He was going to come in. I forget. I might have mentioned that earlier, but we're going to have the whole crew. Anybody else uh, got anywhere else they want to go on this campfire episode? Before have you we guys got any target bucks for next year? Wrap it up. I've got three. I ain't got any bucks there. left. <laughs> I might, well, I might you have, shouldn't have. I might have a 120. I got some stuff working. Yeah, you got some decent up and coming. And I got a possible city thing yeah, working. Uh-huh. I'm, well, two of them, actually. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. That's all I'm ever going to say about that. Uh-huh. We'll just leave it right there. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. I've got uh then uh go ahead. Um me and a buddy might be going to Axis deer hunting next year. Oh, yeah. Next right after second gun season. So I might bring you some film for that. That'd and be uh, good. I'll send a camera for that. And if we get me and another the same buddy we're getting we're applying for elk tags. So might see some elk hunting on Fall Pursuit. Heck yeah, I'm all about that too. That's part of the reason it's named Fall Pursuit and not just something whitetail. Yeah. You're going to see me gassed and about to pass out on a mountain more likely. Yeah, well. So if you guys get drawn for that, you got to fly in. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell everyone our secret. <laughs> <laughs> nobody else. Wonder him. Nobody else can do it. Yeah, is that the same just, one? It pays to have yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. The Indian he don't look incredibly old. He's gonna come through. He's not. Mm. Uh, sorry, we totally interrupted your. Oh no, you're good. Elk cutting there. Yeah, you got a couple good ones. I got so the tight rack ten pointer, mm-hmm. which may end up being his name at the cabin. He made it through the gun seasons. I have a picture of a very large body deer that has no antlers. That looks like it might like he was in there 
around the same time frame, but I wonder if a it was a very not large bodied deer that has no antlers. Yes, like I think it might so be a, that a, a buck that's shed. A doe that identifies as a buck or? could be. <laughs> okay, it wasn't. It wasn't the big doe. Like the neck oh, on this okay. one was bigger. It looked like it could have been a buck that had shed, and I wondered if it wasn't him. But anyway, he made it through gun season, so I got him at the cabin. I don't know what happened to the shed buck. Maybe we'll get lucky and find a shed of his again. So if he's still around, like, I mean, if he makes another, even a little jump, he'll be a giant deer. But other than that, I mean, up there at the North Farm, I got, like, nothing. I got that 6x5 yesterday you guys pictures of. Mm-hmm. And, well, it's going to be a 6x6 six six if he grows that yeah. last point out. Then uh, I got the two three-year-olds I got. The video of in the food plot there behind my parents. That one nine pointer. I'm. I hope he makes it. I yeah. know for a fact he made. It. I did get pictures of him after second gun season. Sweet. And the eight pointer. He could be a stud. Both of them could be. The eight pointer's a giant bodied deer. Yeah, and he's only three. Everyone's like, "Oh, that deer's mature." I got pictures to prove it. He was the fattest two year old yeah. you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> I thought when I saw him on camera, he was older than that. No, he's he was three. Yeah, he's it's crazy. Yep. Um, that's why having pictures is so important when it comes to aging deer. Mm-hmm. Like you can be the best person ever at aging them on the hoof, but if you got pictures, it just trumps that because some of them are different. Mm-hmm. So I got some in that big buck I was after early season. Mm-hmm. He made it. Yeah. So I did get pictures of him finally again. He disappeared for like a month. It? Yeah. So, so he's yeah. a hundred sixty inch deer. Oh, I remember this one. Yeah, he's got... That's the one I And he's saying. not incredibly old either, doesn't look like. Again, like we just got done talking about. He does have a little sway in his back, but his front end doesn't look real old. He's cool, cool buck, though. Hammering. Yeah. You, so I've got that tight 10 at the cabin, the six-pointer, the seven. I think he was probably four years old. The six-pointer, I think, was probably three. There was another one that might be a six or eight that I think was four. I didn't have anything except the shed buck anywhere this year on camera consistently that I thought was over four and a half. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was some up at the North Farm early that if they show back up next year, they might be nice deer. What's all that going to be next year? Corn? Yeah, so that's my saving grace oh. there. It'll be better even late season next year. Um, That funnel that you guys hunted and Nate shot his buck out of, I yeah. got pictures of some... A lot of nice deer through that there. Nate shot his buck out of, and we only saw one deer when we went. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Mm-hmm. Some guys have all the luck. If I would have had another buck tag. like Some guys have. have all the luck and not all the brains. <laughs> <laughs> I like both. I'd, ra- I'd rather be lucky than good any time. That's lucky. right. Yeah, somebody would have bought two buck tags when he was at, when he was at Walmart I, the first time. I, I normally do that, and I don't know why I didn't. Uh, because if I would have had another buck tag in my pocket, I would not have left. I would not have wanted. to He'd get out of still there be morning. right there. We wouldn't. Have, <laughs> I would have made him sit till noon. Yeah, yeah. like it. That was a great morning. Mm-hmm. It, like it really was. It, mm-hmm. was. it was perfect. Well, when we got out, there was that. Yeah, there was a nice deer out there in the field with a doe, and I never seen it. You you seen it? I never seen he it. It was a nice deer. Which what morning was that? Ninth. ninth? I think it was that. Yeah, it was the ninth or the yeah. Yeah, so. the ninth. Um, uh, right there in that window, two days of was, Veterans Day, one it, way or the other. It was a big change in uh, in temperature and wind direction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the first north wind after like seven days of south. Yeah, because it, it got really cold there the first couple of few days. It was a nice high pressure morning. 
It was, uh, it that was, was a like nice the clear day. That was like the first day where it was mm-hmm. getting yeah, better. Actual November weather. Yeah. 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 Like it had been very warm. Because uh, when did you kill yours? The third. The, mm-hmm. Um, like it. It, it wasn't. Was, that was when it was still cold. No, right? it was. Or no, the wind was blowing like crazy. It wasn't hot, it, but it, it was, wasn't. It, it was pretty warm. 60s. Because I remember that night. Windy. Yeah, it was 60s and wind. I remember that night it being kind of chilly. Really? 40s. Yeah, when we were standing out there looking at it, I was not warm. Mm-hmm. But highest in the 60s, it could have been in the 40s at night with the wind blowing. That's yeah. going to be kind of chilly. Yeah, it, the morning I killed mine was like the first morning you're like feeling excited out there. Mm-hmm. You know. But the day that I shot mine, the day that you missed the 6 by 5 it was like back 30s hot. in the morning and then 70 in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I actually might have said that on the video but it because it was like i was bundled up that morning we were bundled up the morning both mornings really what what day did i miss him was it the day before first gun season mm-hmm. opened okay. yep. yeah it was the 16th yeah because mine was the 15th yeah and then yours was the 16th day before yeah because i would have been two thursdays in a row yep if i'd have killed him mm-hmm. and yours was the day before yes yeah and the day I had the 180 was the 14th. Mm-hmm. See, right there, that little window for where we're at, I think, is generally. Mm-hmm. And I shot both those deer last year, 13th. One was 13th, one was 17th, or 12th and 17th, something like that. Yeah. That was a rough, rough, rough week. <laughs> it sure was. Like, heartbreaking. Yeah. You ain't a kid. <laughs> <laughs> heartbreaking. Yeah, well, shoot, yeah, last year's and this year's, this yeah. past year's. Because <laughs> you had yours mm-hmm. that could have had. Nate missed his. I shot that one, didn't find Which it. Which he's, st- like I said, there's, you know, he's still alive. I yeah. Don't, you know, I'm pretty sure I know where he's going to be at next year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I got him on my hit list. Uh, I've got, uh, actually, I've got some pretty decent bucks on my target buck list for this year. Yeah, you know this coming up season. You just tell me when I need to be there. Oh, well, <laughs> you better have <laughs> camera in hand. Is all I can tell you. Nate the but, mercenary. But no, uh, I tried to play mercenary with Dusty, and I couldn't even do that. <laughs> you know, I got that one, and then uh, I showed you pictures of that uh, double double mm-hmm. main beam. Mm-hmm. You know, and which I've always wanted to kill a drop time, but. A double main beams at the top of my list. That'd uh, be cool. That'd too, be yeah. neat. Now, yeah. you know, I know where there's one at, mm-hmm. and uh, he's still alive too because, you know, uh, we got pictures of him where that one side with the double main beams was broke off. Mm, yeah, mm. and so we know he's still alive, mm-hmm. and so, and then I got another one there around the house. You know, he, he's a nice deer. He's going. He's going to be an excellent deer this year. Mm-hmm. So I got three right off the top of my head. Yeah, the thing about the earth house is it's so tough. I mean, uh, where you're talking, where you got the double set hung and then where your camera got, or your card got stolen are a little easier. But, like, they're right at the house. It's so tough to catch them. You've you just got to be right place, right you time. you got to be right there when they're there. Yeah. And that's where the cell camera comes in handy. Yeah. I've only got one cell camera right now. And I've got right there at the house, and man, I can I can pretty well pattern that buck with that cell camera, mm-hmm. 
or I could this fall, you know. And so he was nice this fall. I would like to have shot him. I didn't have a setup like I was wanting, so I just stayed away from it and let him be. And I was hoping he'd hang out there during shotgun season, and he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he was right there, and he stayed there, and he was just about there during the whole gun season. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he kind of drifted in and out, and then I got a couple of pictures of him there towards the end of bow season, so I know he's still alive and good, mm-hmm. and he was still looking healthy and everything. So, and he knows. Now he, I'm pretty sure he's figured out that's a safe place for him to be. Right. So maybe next October, surprise. Yeah, it's not going to be. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> yep. As Gomer Pyle would say, surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, you know, I'm going to hang. Well, I've already ordered some radic stands and stuff, so we're going to hang up mm-hmm. some uh, uh, double ladder stands and. And uh, get things ready for next year. I'm 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 excited about next year. Really, I'm. This is the first year I really actually got uh, some goals for the upcoming season. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember even last year you were. It was I don't know August September. You're like, man, I don't even know if I'm excited about this season. Yeah. So yeah. like this is, yeah. Well, I think that that season, this past season, done it for me too. Which mm-hmm. I'm always excited about deer season, but just like yeah, at January I'm usually over deer for a while. That, yeah, but no, I'm already excited for like you said <laughs> next year. I'm like, yep. let's go, let's get ready. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'll be honest, I could have hunted some here at the last of of the season, and me and your dad was talking, and mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care if I see another dead deer, <laughs> right. you know, until October or not, right. you know. I, you know, if I shoot a deer, it just means we're going to have to skin it, we're going to have to cut it up, we're right. going to have to mess with this stupid thing. But you're really good at it. <laughs> I may be, but I really don't care if I <laughs> No, we're mediocre. One. We've just done a bunch of them. That's right. <laughs> We've done an average job on a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just, yeah. don't take away the one thing I got. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, uh, you know, it's just like, if if you live that lifestyle like I have for me, me and Scott has for the last up teen years, twenty years, thirty years, whatever, you know, when it gets to be the end of the season, you just don't care. Normally, by the second week of December, I'm done. Yeah, but and then like this year would have been after I killed that doe, especially uh, until Dusty invited me to come out and hunt. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I get to go hunt with him which is, like, he was the last one of everybody on Fall Pursuit that I didn't get to hunt with, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it had not have been for him uh, having me out, because he had some bucks that were mature deer that they hadn't killed, that not like giants, but, like, I'd have been tickled to death to shoot them, and he wanted them shot, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went out with him, but, like, most of the time, by the second week of December, if I don't have anything going or nothing on camera, I'm, like, back it in. Yeah, and and like know, this year would have been the same way because I didn't have anything really. I didn't either. Season. All all my deer herded up and they'd moved off. They'd moved off away from where I was hunting at. Mm-hmm. You know, I know where they're at, but you know, I can't hunt that property. So you know, right there it is. So what's the point going sitting in an empty stand and knowing that you're not going to see anything? Yeah, but squirrels and maybe get a shot at a coyote. That's it. Yeah, and so. So, anyway, yeah, I'm excited for next season for sure. I am, too. Well, I thought this was good. You got to be, this is your first end of the season campfire episode. Mm-hmm. You'll be back for next year's. 
You think they is, got the fire put out? Surely by now. It's either burn itself out or they got it put out. Mm-hmm. Ours is out. We're done. We're calling it a day for this one. Yep. I got to so, go to work in the morning. So I appreciate everybody tuning in again for this episode. We'll get some guests lined up here soon. I'm going to work on a schedule for long, and we'll have some more people on. So looking forward to that. Appreciate you tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next one.